I'm Dave. And I'm Greg. And we love watching great films. But we don't get to watch as many as we used to because we're dads. So we've made a super duper podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. It's been a stressful day, Greg. (laughs) Uh, How are you? (laughs) You you, You know, you have one of them weeks where you feel like, the world suddenly started turning in the opposite direction to you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just like the little things, even just then like finding the power, finding the, um, I couldn't find an extension lead for my laptop. Just like little, you know when like, you know when things are going wrong? Yeah. And then even like the little bits are going wrong and you're just like, well, of course this has happened. Because, yeah. because of course. <laughs> so, oh dear. Oh you know, dear and me. I think it's the stress around. There's, you know, stuff going down, um, you know, the news is depressing. It's all, <laughs> everything's going a bit topsy and turvy again, but <sighs> it's all the more reason to have this and have films and have yeah. a beer and kind of lift your heads up and get through it, yeah? Definitely, and to cheer you up, yeah. it's musical week. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Let's get down to business. <laughs> no? Is that the Mulan one? <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's been, I've had it on all the time. Um, how's your, what, what, what for you, any, anything positive? Do you have anything nice uh, the weekend? Yeah, me and, um, me and my wife had a nice uh, stay on a freebie. Oh yeah, um, how was that? Yeah, amazing. It's uh, a spa, sort of like a bit of a privilege of being able to stay in this spa nice. hotel that's opening uh, in, uh, in Buxton. It's uh a spa, nice, beautiful three-course meal, some wine, uh, nice room. It was just, yeah, nice treat. Uh, it was my birthday weekend as well. So oh, yeah. Nicely with that. Happy yeah. birthday, Gregory. I did say it plenty of times last week. So. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. Um, mm. Yeah, so, yeah, no, it's had a nice weekend. And um, just odds and sods, really. It's been nice. tail, end, tail end of some really nice weather. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then like mixed in with some other st- stuff going down, which is less good, but you know, we'll stick on the positives. What, what yeah. Well, we went out for a really nice meal on Friday night with regular listeners, Alison, Alison and Rich. Uh, thought, Alison, well, I've... who's had a really good week on the fantasy football. She has. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, went out for a lovely meal with them, had a few beers. It was great. Ready to come home. We had a babysitter. Ben was staying over at, um, uh, so my, that's my son, Ben, staying over at his grandparents' house. Brill, we're going to have a sleep in. Fantastic. Got a phone call as we're paying the bill. He's crying his eyes out. I don't know what's wrong with him. He stood at the front door. It's as if he's just waiting for you to come back. Oh, <laughs> so we were like, no. oh, we were like, we'll come and get him. <laughs> oh. So we came and picked him up and he was like so happy to see us. But that was like that. We were like, you know what? I'm not even bothered that we don't get the yeah. sleeping. Just that wonderful cuddle was lovely. Oh. <laughs> and then, yeah, oh. bits and bobs with uh, Uncle Stewie. Uh, yeah. Bike, bike ride. Your wordsmith, Stewie. Went for a picnic with uh, my sisters and all the nieces and nephews and all that sort cool. of stuff. I can cool. still kickflip. I got all nice. my skateboards. Oh, you skateboarding? I've been well, skateboarding this week. Have you? Yeah. Oh, well. wow. I got the remake of Tony Hawk's Pro ah. Skater 1 and 2. It's so good. Honestly, Amazing. it's the best nostalgia ever. And I just, yes. it's just taking me back. So well, we've, we've said, we're, we're, uh, my, my uh, sister-in-law and my elder niece and nephew, they're coming to stay with us for a few weeks, yeah. um, in, in a few weeks. And we've said, um, we're gonna, well, I'll chuck, I'm going to chuck in with 
my nephew Calvin to get Tony Hawk and we'll, we'll have yeah. some games of that. I cannot wait. It's so I good. Well, I've been playing it with Arthur, my lad, and yeah. uh, he's five, but it's great because it's just such a chill game. It's just, to, mm. just, he just like moves around on it, weaves in and yeah. out of things. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if you bail. And just like taking it, and then when I'm playing it, it's like, "Go on, Daddy, you can do it. You can, you can get the secret so tape." Cute. It's so <laughs> yeah. good, secret it's tape. Been, yeah. I forgot about the secret tape. Yeah, yeah. Wow, it was awesome. and, and the and the soundtrack, the, the music's amazing on it. Yeah, is it still so, the same? Like the yeah, original soundtrack. It's got so like, like uh, uh, Goldfinger, and, Goldfinger, uh, the Superman. Nice. Yeah, yeah, amazing. and a uh, bit of Rage of uh, Gorilla Radio. Yeah, Gorilla Radio. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's it's all there. It's all there. Amazing. So Richard messaged us, Greg, and he said, you should watch... A ball. <laughs> I've typed it wrong. Is, this, is that his typo or yours? I think that's my typo. Uh, Ebola Holmes. I think he, I think we meant Enola Holmes, and he just said yeah. very, very entertaining. And he also messaged after that said uh, felt quite a lot like the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes. We want to get away from Guy Ritchie. Yeah, we don't mention him these days. Um, no, we don't. But um, yeah, I think it's just just come on Netflix. Looks very good fun. It's uh, um, cool cast. Well, what is, it's, it's the first big post-Stranger Things for Millie Bobby Brown, isn't it, really? Yeah, uh, she did Godzilla, um, King of Monsters, like last year, uh, but yeah. it hanked, apparently. So, But yeah, this is the first big, her, like her like starring role, isn't it, I suppose? Which is, yeah. Um, I mean, she's only 16, so I mean, yeah. yeah, she's got a long career ahead of her. So that'd be cool to see her doing something very different. Yeah, uh, waiting for uh, the breakdown. Breakdown. <laughs> Just she's only sixteen. Oh right, oh right. So you mean now? Pretty soon, yeah. Major breakdown. Yeah, childhood star. Like, like, all, right. like all of them. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah, it looks really, really cool. Um, I watched. I watched a new film this week, Greg. I won't. Well, obviously, we won't get into a big sort of review, but um, I watched a film called The Devil All the Time, which is the new Tom Holland film. Yeah, uh, which came, came on Netflix last week. It was um, cool. It was, was it? really cool. Do, do, yeah, do you so, know what? I, I tried. I tried to watch it. I just haven't managed it this week with uh, one thing and another going on. But I did at one point just try and put it on so I could kind of like mm. have it on whilst I was doing other stuff. But it's not the kind of film you can just stick on. No, there's. You know what? There's there's a lot going on. There's yeah. there's a few quite a few different timelines at one point. There's uh, there's a quite a few different maybe like three kind of stories interweaving within each other. Um, it's super dark, like so dark. Um, yeah. Well, I saw the scene near the start with the um, the Japanese when the, yeah. the skin, skinned guy yeah, that yeah, was yeah. alive. So yeah, that, yeah. Definitely. I mean, I mean, uh, what what I found, I found it because another reason why I couldn't have it on. I was think I was trying to do. I was trying to put it on whilst I was cooking straight away I thought like with the narration very sort of thick accents that I couldn't really yeah. tune into what they were saying yeah so it's set in like toward well the south of America uh, again different timelines but I think it starts like 1945 and goes to towards like 19 I don't know 65 something like that but amazing cast you've got Bill Scar- Skarsgård you've got Tom Holland our Pats our boy Pats, Jason Clark, Haley Bennett, Sebastian Stan, Mia Wazowski, or Wazowski. Uh, so really cool, cool, interesting cast. For me, it was this like really, it was like quite, it was, as, as I say dark, but it's quite sickly. There's like, there's some messed up stuff in it. Really? But yeah, it it's yeah. quite cool. Like, it is pretty cool. Um, 
And nice seeing Tom Holland do something else. Yeah, so we were saying this, weren't we, like last week yeah. about Spies in Disguise. You know, he was very good in it, but we kind of just waiting for that next thing. And he is very, very good in this. He's, cool. he's, he's, the, he's the lead, but he's, it's not just about him. There's a lot, a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah. And he's, he shows a different side to himself. He shows this sort of edge that definitely isn't there with like Peter Parker and you know, cause I suppose that's all he's played is Peter Parker really, yeah, you know, yeah, in, yeah. in everything. But for me, again, I'm going to say it again. Our Pat's pops up. He's probably really? only in it. He, he pops up maybe an hour in something like that. Wow, um, okay. And he's probably only in it for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, something like that. But he is amazing. <laughs> he's, he's so good. He's, he's so got to, he's got to be the biggest name in Hollywood at the minute. All right. Yeah. He, I think he, he is. is the guy that everyone wants into. Yeah. Um, that's cool. That's cool. So that's available on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Just really, really quick. So he's got this really like weird, well not weird. He's got this like very like high pitched Southern accent. And apparently yeah. I was reading about it. He refused to show, well not show, like to let anyone listen to his accent that he was going to use until filming. So he didn't even tell the director what he was going to do, but the director like, the exact opposite do. of method acting. Exactly. <laughs> you do what you need to do. And then as soon as he did it, everyone was taken aback by how kind of like slimy this voice was. Oh, amazing. So, so good. Well, <laughs> really? yeah, definitely worth a watch. Well, not, not the, not the best, like the greatest film I've ever seen. Some people yeah. aren't going to like it, but I, I think it was quite a bold, bold choice for Tom Holland and yeah. just quite an interesting film if I'm honest really yeah right. it's pretty cool pretty cool stuff yeah. right we need to do the I've lost my button for the music for what's <laughs> coming up on the show right well I've got I've got another idea Dave what's coming up on the show today cue the music so coming up on today's show we don't have any homework this week we've been naughty boys however uh, we're doing detention. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, this week's news. Then we're going to look at the new release, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Then we're talking musicals. It's musical week this week, and we've got a very, very special guest. This week's So Solid You is Jumanji. Our Dirty Dozen is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And then we're going to be talking about our detention. Let's do it. Dave, I've, bl- I've, uh, I've got to blow this week's budget. <laughs> on the busker. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. There we go. Fantastic. This is the news. Just woke my kid up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a musical week. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Um, so news then. What? What? I've got a few little bits. I think they're pretty cool. I've got a couple of little bits as well that I think. I've, yeah, yeah. Um, we might. I don't know whether we've got any crossover, but here we go. Um, right, should we start? Should we start? Then. Should we start with a big, big sort of like? I say rumor, Bang. but. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty Bang. big. Bookies have stopped taking bets uh, on Tom Hardy as Bond, and yeah. uh, this news came out like, last weekend. Um, so it's, I, I, it's it's not been confirmed, but importantly, it's not been denied. Uh, yeah. And it, it is quite a reputable source, isn't it? Who who has uh, announced yeah. this that they've heard? And so what what I read was he has been confirmed by the studio and it's all done and the deal's done, but they were planning on only announcing it 
next year, you know, yeah. after the after the film comes out. However, they're saying now they'll probably announce it sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, I mean, I fear is that going to take away something from this last Daniel Craig outing? It's kind of yeah, on Daniel Craig's chips a bit, really, isn't it? With yeah. the thing coming out. I mean, I, I guess, may, yeah, maybe they had to line him up for now anyway because the film was originally going to come out in May or whatever it was. Or uh, early on, anyway. Was it May or June, perhaps? Um, so I guess yeah, like I think it was April. Yeah, round about now is the natural time they would have announced it, announced it anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. It's supposed to be maybe sort of like you know it might be it might be in the sort of going on in the background for some time arranging yeah. this. I, 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 I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, f- first of all, the, the two things struck me. I, I was I'm massively surprised that. Um, now isn't the time to have a black or minority, minority ethnic uh, James Bond. Uh, I, th- I thought I thought all leads were rolling to, uh, were pointing towards that. I thought now is the right time. You know, not not for any cynical reasons, other than the fact that it just felt sort of right now. I think that yeah. I think we're kind of ready for that. Um, and I was surprised um, a that we've got another white guy. But secondly. I mean, I think I said to you at the time, I don't think Tom Hardy needs it. I don't, Tom, no, I was, no. And I, I, was quite, I was actually quite saddened by realising that actually that's, that could be the end for some, for some time of Tom Hardy films, uh, Tom Hardy characters, sort of, as we know. I'm yeah, but, then, but, but on the other side, I quite like it when, when actors get, in, get tied into a sort of contract like that. But I, I like seeing what they do between films. Yeah. Because they tend to do something a little bit quite different because they want to be they want to do something creative. completely away from from Bond uh, or you know or whatever it is. Uh, like Daniel Craig's done some quite interesting stuff between Bonds. You know, Knives Out. Knives out um, yeah. Lucky Logan was really cool. Um, I think I think we spoke about this on on Saturday when it was announced, and I think like the whole thing about having you know uh, a, a black actor. Uh, Idris is aged out of the role, obviously. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, over, know, I'm over Idris, yeah. full stop. But, but I think what, what I said is, the, I think they were either going to do an unknown actor, a, f- a fairly unknown actor of colour, let's sort of put it that way, yeah. or to mitigate not doing that, have a complete fan favourite. Yeah. Do you know and what I mean? So it was... Latter. Yeah, and they've gone for the latter. Apparently, apparently, um, I always thought Dev Patel should do it. Yeah, that would Dev been... Patel or John Boyega would have been. Yeah, would have been yeah. for it. Well, it's but, interesting um, that John yeah. Boyega has been in the news uh, quite a bit recently over Force Awakens and uh, all the controversy surrounding that. Uh, I don't think he'd want to do another big, big, big studio kind of franchise. Personally, but... no, no, yeah. So. Well, let us know your thoughts about Tom Hardy as uh, Bond. Um, are you on board with that? Uh, is there someone who would have Bond. Bond. <laughs> um, That's Tom Hardy there in uh, yeah. License to Mumble. <laughs> Good one, um, Dave. Yes. Uh, okay, so, so um, what's becoming our sort of weekly inevitable section of films <laughs> getting pushed back uh, is the recent news that Black Widow and West Side Story both been moved to next spring i think it is yeah. uh so black widow was i mean imminent it, all the tra- all the trailers were on tenet for it yeah. saying it was imminent imminent uh, not heard so much about west side story um but 
either way, it's quite sort of telling that they're both going to push, push back to next yeah. year. They were, quite I think they deliberately not released any um, trailers or anything like that for West Side Story. Uh, we mentioned a few weeks ago there was a bit of um, controversy around Ansel Enzort or whatever he's called. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I think they maybe want to let that kind of die down a little bit anyway. But yeah, unfortunately, I just don't, I don't think, other than Bond, I think Bond will come out this year and June maybe. But yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bond is the only only big film we're getting now. So Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it, weird news. Weird news. Yeah. Um, Passion of the Christ 2. Wow. Is this so, Mel, Gib- uh, Mel Gibson again? Yeah, yeah. So, so oh. the, the main actor, and his name has just escaped me, unfortunately. He, he, the main actor, he played uh, the titular role. <laughs> of, Jesus. Uh, Jesus, the big JC. Uh, he, Jim, Jim something, I can't remember his name. He's come out and confirmed it. It, it was rumoured a while back. I think Mel maybe said it in one of his crazy rants. Um, but yeah, they are, they are doing Passion of the Christ 2. And the rumour is, obviously, it's about the kind of the resurrection, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Good luck to them. Final bit of news I've got is Henry Cavill has apparently signed on for two more Superman films. Cool. Um, I, yeah. you know, whether, whether you like that or not, I like Henry Cavill as Superman. He hasn't yep. been in the best films, but that's not his fault. Um, nope. So I don't think he's really been able to show what he can do in terms of that. I love him as an actor. I think he's brilliant. I love, as we said, you know, the man from Uncle. He's brilliant in Mission Impossible uh, Fallout. He's great in the Tudors. You know, a lot. Most things he's in, he's, he's he's pretty great. So I really do look forward to seeing him don those tights. So, so you know, I think we've spoken a couple of times about this, um, the the Flash movie. Uh, oh god i've seen this i know this rumor what about nick nick cage's superman yeah yeah and 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 not only that so apparently christian bale and val kilmer and george clooney and o'donnell have all been approached (laughs) yeah i guarantee they'll all go no 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 well that's it i mean nicholas cage will do it what are their plans for some sort of multiverse sort of thing? Or I don't know. Well, like... So the 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 flash the flash story that it's based on is called Flashpoint, and it basically he goes. I won't go into the full details of the story, but he he messes up the timelines basically, and he it makes a multiverse where there's so many different you know uh, universes going on, and anything can happen. So in one of them, Thomas Wayne is Batman. Um, and yeah, all that sort of stuff. So hence why uh, apparently uh, Michael Keaton has signed on to play Batman, but Ben Affleck's in it as Batman, and they're, they're basically approaching all of the other Batman Batmen and, <laughs> um, and, to be to be in it just to pop up the Nicolas Cage thing. All those is, unmade Tim Burton. Yeah, yeah. So Superman <laughs> lives. So Kevin Smith famously wrote the script for a Tim Burton Batman film. So what this is what Tim Burton was going to do after Batman... Sorry, Tim Burton Superman film. Um, after Batman Returns, Tim Burton was doing a Superman film and it was going to be really, really strange. And Nicolas Cage was playing Clark... Well, playing Superman. And they got very, very close to making the film. They even did test footage in the suit. It's so strange. So weird. Nicolas yeah. Cage is like so pale. Uh, yeah. He's got like long black hair. And he's in this really strange, like almost like, um, you know, like oil. Well, oil gets in water and it makes that weird kind of greeny. The suit is kind of like that, and it all lights yeah. up. It was weird. Was. But there was a fantastic documentary about it. 
Right. Um, called The Death of Superman Lives. I really highly, highly ah, recommend the documentary. Cool. It's okay. really good. Um, cool. But the interview, like Kevin Smith about the script, the interview, like loads and loads of people. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Wow. Uh, yeah, I won't go into all the detail, but yeah, it's great. So, you know, yeah. if Nicolas Cage gets to do a Superman, fantastic, good for Nicolas Cage. Yeah, but, yeah, that's cool. You know, That'd be nice. Yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. with that one. I think and, that wraps uh, up the news. Yeah. Brilliant. Jingle. Cool. Start your mornings the right way with Cloudgate Coffee. Use code DADS for 15% off. Go to cloudgatecoffee.com. Is that, is that what we're after? Is that the vibe you were going for? I think that was perfect. Last week, uh, the new uh, Bill and Ted came out. Bill and Ted Face the Music. It's the third in the series and the first for 25 years, I think. Something yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I, I had to go back and see the first Bill and Ted uh, um, this week to kind of remind myself. And I kind of think it's the kind of thing I've kind of had on maybe at some point growing up, but never really sort of like... Paid, paid much attention to it but yeah. I watched that I didn't watch the second one I don't think I've ever watched the second one so no. I'm not going into it as like a, a Bill and Ted fanboy or anything like that uh, but it, I was quite pleased that I had that first one rewatched from a, from a sort of reference point yeah if you like, right? Um, I, I'm purposely not looking you in the eye right now because I, <laughs> I've got a feeling we we felt very different about this film, and I have to say I absolutely loved it. I had the best time in the cinema watching this film. In the first ten minutes, I laughed out loud so many times, um, and and it was daft, and it was so flawed. I knew it was just a ridiculous daft film, but th- they just they it was just so obvious how much fun they were having making it to me. Um, I, I'm trying to read my notes now. I've just opened my notebook for the first time since being in the cinema, and I've got uh, all over my notes. I've got like um, uh, sauce smears, like tomato sauce sauce smears <laughs> from uh, taking. Uh, I took a food flask with my tea, and it was all a bit of a last minute decision to go to the cinema. It was like rushing out the door. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it, it's just a really nice relationship uh, between Bill and Teddy's characters. So what they do, it starts off with this scene of. Um, it's uh, the wedding. It's, whose wedding is it? I can't remember now. It's, it's Ted's brother's wedding. Ted's brother's wedding, and uh, they're on stage making this speech. And I mean, and, and it's straight up. It's it, it's 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 naff from the start. And if, if you think about all the types of comedy that I hate, and I spoke recently about like stoner comedy and Seth Rogen and everything like that. Yeah. It's there's traits of that all the way through and stuff that I shouldn't particularly like and I don't know what it is whether it was just whether it was the film itself or whether it's just me chiming with me at the right moment at the right time and being in the right audience at the cinema but I I was just absolutely howling with laughter from the start Uh, they they bring in uh, Bill and Ted's daughters who are they actually said they're called at one point Little Bill and Little Ted (laughs) um and um, they're sort of they are sort of like young female versions of Bill and Ted, but we're maybe with a little bit more um, in, intelligence uh, sort of thing. Uh, there is there's, um, so there's a bit of a setup. Basically, it's similar. It's basically, a similar sort of goals to the first films. That, that there's this sort of 
not prophecy, but this idea, if you like, my wife's just walking in the house <laughs> as I'm recording. Uh, this is why I usually record upstairs. Hi. Hi, Jane. So, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty similar plot, really, in many ways to the original plot. So in the present day, sort of 25, 30 years later, no, it's 30 years on, 32 yeah. years on the original, um, Bill and Ted haven't write this sort of prophesized song that's supposedly going to unite the world and time and space are beginning to collapse and their wives aren't very happy. And it's the original wives, it's the wives that they met uh, in medieval England, the, the uh, princesses that they ended up It's not actually the same actresses though, no, is it? No, it, no, no, no it's no, not. No, no, but I mean yeah. the characters. But yeah, 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 I like, yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and... Um, so then they meet Kelly, the daughter of um, Rufus. So Rufus was the, the time traveling sort of guide thing. And um, Kelly is played for, uh, um, by, God, I forget her name now off the top of my head. Yeah, I forget her name all the time. Um, I'm going to uh, find out here. Uh, it's uh, Kristen, Kristen Schaal, yeah, uh, who plays yeah. Mel. Mel. Off, uh, <laughs> but we know Mel is Flight of the Concords, yeah. uh, who's, who's kind of perfect for it. Um, and and it, and it, and then what plays out is just ridiculous. But well, it's funny we, we didn't really speak about this bit, bit about Bill and Ted more when we do the time travel stuff. Time travel, yeah. Some, some of it is really sort of quite clever, interesting time travel stuff where they end up when there's times when there's two of them. Or I mean, on the original one, some stuff I really like on the original one is that when they decide that they need to do stuff, <laughs> I remember in the, this in, in, the, in the future. All they go is, oh, "We'll think to do that." oh here it is we've just got to remember to go back and make sure we do this <laughs> yeah, one yeah. Find, this is in the original where they have to find some key the, the keys for the car yeah go, yeah why don't we, we go into the future and hide the keys behind this bush okay and then look behind oh the there they are <laughs> <laughs> i just think there's some such clever yeah. little bits yeah but I, I mean i like the whole time travel thing about uh, bill and ted in the, yeah it, you know, it, it is daft doesn't take itself seriously, but actually it kind of like knits quite nicely um, in a way. And it's got, as based, as the title would suggest, a real sort of music focus. This one. So in the first one, when they're going, uh, ca- um, capturing all these, kidnapping all these historical characters like, um, you know, um, Napoleon. And, yeah, um, it's Abraham Lincoln in it. Abraham I think. Lincoln. Yeah. All sorts. So in this one, um, the girls are going round, they're getting Louis Armstrong and, you know, Jimi Hendrix and sort of <laughs> um, mu- musical icons to come and yeah. sort of unite to help write this song. Um, and do you know what? I mean, I was saying earlier on how things are just a bit depressing this week and, think, mm-hmm. you know, what's going on in the news and things coming back and everything's a bit sort of downbeat. And it was exactly what I needed at that time. It's just having a break, Sunday night, going to the cinema, getting that complete light light relief and just having a belt in time and I just came out with a big smile on my face um, <laughs> having enjoyed myself so much and I can tell you think differently so go on off you go the first sentence I wrote was simply excellent hey, I really liked, liked it, it. <laughs> hey, it was good it, 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 I, I don't think I liked it as much as you did but I did like it. There was nothing I, I kind of didn't didn't like. You know what I mean? It was... Oh, please. It had, it, yeah. It had, it had... Don't get me wrong. It's not a good film. <laughs> like, but, no, it's, but, it, it, yeah, but it's like, it's like you know what? It's like, it's like we were speaking about The Meg last week. Yeah, it knows yeah. what it is. 
Yeah. And it all, it knows it's a bad film, but if you and and you know that, but if you go in, you in, you know you for what take it for what it is, you'll enjoy yourself. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I like that sort of nineties heart that it had. That kind of you know you had these sort of trashy throwaway nineties or late eighties, early nineties uh, films, and it definitely keeps that. Um, I felt a bit like cleansed after watching it. I, I watched it, and I, again, I was sort of busy weeks and weekends and all that sort of stuff. And I watched it and I was like, ah, yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. Cool things I liked about, I thought the daughters were brilliant. I really, yeah. really did. They were, they were, I, I keep saying excellent. <laughs> it was like yeah. excellent, <laughs> but yeah. they were really, really good. Um, I like, I like seeing Keanu Reeves not taking himself too seriously. I really rate Keanu Reeves and I like the John Wick films and I like them. I actually, oh, I love them first Matrix and the other two, whatever, but, yeah, um, yeah. but it's nice seeing him not taking himself that much seri- well, like too, too seriously. Was, and he started doing that a little bit more recently. He was, I, I said he was in a, um, he was in this like rom-com did like a cameo in it, but it's really funny seeing him as Duke Kaboom in Toy Story yeah. 4, you know, and things like that. And it's just, he, he's cool. I, I love Keanu Reeves. Alex yeah. Winter was great. He's not in enough. Um, obviously, the, well, this he, he is works, the film. He works the other mainly. side of the camera, really, didn't he? Yeah, that, but it was, it was good seeing him in it. There's a brilliant cameo from yeah. a rock <laughs> god, let's put it that way. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what else did I like? <laughs> it was a really funny bit. Um, uh, Bill and Ted meet themselves from the future and they've got these like preposterous English accents <laughs> and I just love for me that was a huge huge in joke to Dracula the terrible yeah. terrible uh, Francis Ford Coppola film where Keanu Reeves has the worst English accent <laughs> I know where that b- <laughs> sleeps and I just thought Keanu gets to do another English accent yeah. fantastic it, there's even a bit of dialogue when uh, Alex Winter turns to him and says like, what What's that accent about? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there might even yeah. might be even more self-referential than that. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. got we got to see George Carlin back from the grave as Rufus for like, you know, two seconds. He used some sort yeah. of archive footage, which was pretty cool. And you yeah. know the light as well. All right, the effects weren't weren't incredible, but it was I liked seeing Bill and Ted time traveling and it actually looked all right. <laughs> because in the old films, looking back, it's so dated, like the uh, the actual time traveling, you know, the special effects, it's crap. Um, yeah, yeah. But seeing yeah. it like this, I was like, ah, oh, there you go. That's what they've, what we've needed for, you know, 25 <laughs> years or whatever watching Bill uh, and Ted. So, yeah, I liked it. You know, William, I mean? William Sadler back as death as well. Yeah. Uh, it's, so, it's so funny seeing that because when he originally did, did death, he was yeah. probably quite a struggling actor and he's been in a lot of things. He's in, he's in he's never been like a hugely famous actor but yeah. you'll, you'll definitely see him in lots and lots of things um, yeah. and he's always quite an intense kind of guy <laughs> and then yeah. seeing him as death again was just brilliant loved it it was really funny yeah I mean I, I think similarly I mean I was thinking exactly the same Keanu Reeves didn't have to do this uh, no, at didn't. all yeah um, and he's you know he's had so many opportunities since Alex Winter made probably a bit more need to do it but I think they did it just because the love of just going back to it, really. Yeah. And I just, there's just, they just get it absolutely bang yeah. on. I mean, yeah. I, I was reading an interview with them, and actually, it, it did, they say it didn't come natural to be able to slot back into it. Um, mm. You know, the whole kind of thing, the looks they have about them when they look at each other, and obviously, this won't work on the podcast, but I'll look yeah. at you now, <laughs> and they kind of do the, like, yeah, like the little and sort of, sh- like the it's little. The arm. <laughs> Yeah, it's that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody else got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, it's great. 
April. <laughs> it's it, it, it's just it's just a lot of fun, and yeah. I think the comic timing, the comic timing of some of the bits is so is is very much modernised actually. Um, so the, I, I, there was for me there was a lot of those sort of like more. Will Ferrell sort of like yeah, deli- yeah, yeah. deliveries in a way. Yeah. There's a bit, so there's the death bit when uh, the girl says, should we give it a go? And he goes, it's a bit of a dick. <laughs> and it was just, but it was just like yeah. an under, under the breath, like timing of it sort of thing. And it was just like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's daft, but it's so much fun. And it's, yeah. like where, say, it's now. where can we watch this film, Greg? It's in the cinemas now and you should get there. Go and support yeah. your support your local movie house and uh, go and see it. So, I suppose I've got one question to ask you, Gregory. Go on, man. Was this film The Matrix or Fast and Furious Six? <laughs> oh, you are scraping the barrel with these rhymes. Uh, but yeah, I would. I'd definitely go for The Matrix. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Right, so I, I can't remember how this came about. I feel like it was a bit organic when we decided last week we were going to do musicals. What? There was, I, think I was just of... singing Mulan. That was it. And we just thought <laughs> All the songs from Mulan. But we yeah, decided yeah. In, during last week's recording that we were going to do musicals this week. Mm. And uh, yeah, so uh, we, we decided to go for it and also um, bring in an old friend of ours and uh, someone who used to be in a little musical outfit we were part of some time. Uh, oh, branded a fool, Mark. Uh, hey. <laughs> um, no, no, we're joking. That's fine. Uh, and also, we just wanted an excuse to bring Mark on. We did. Well. Uh, and uh, so, Mark Lane's with us. Hello, Mark. Hey, up. How are we doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mark, cool. Um, you all right, boys? Sk- oh, Holly, according to Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not allowed to. I'm not allowed on it. Not after the restraining order. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I just, I guess we should give, give, give Mark, should we just give Mark a bit more context for people who don't yeah. know Mark? Why have we this, asked Mark here today? Right. Mark is, a, is, is an award-winning theatre producer. Isn't that right, Mark? Yeah, we'll go with that. Why not? Your production of The Adams Family. Was it Adams Family? Was it Adams We've Family? We've done a few. Adams Which Family. Which won the award? Was it Adams Family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, play that goes wrong. Oh, was it that one? Though? I didn't, that's was. the one I didn't come to see. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was good. Mm. Collapsing platforms and all sorts. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so not but amazing, yeah, so. and, and, um, and yeah, fair to say, like, um, keen and hu- humble, but very talented musician. And mm. um, a really sort of long-time friend of ours. So oh, thought God, a great stop. opportunity to... <laughs> And a music teacher, which you probably <laughs> music yeah, teacher, which and you a, probably and it, so so he, he kind of knows his stuff um, as opposed to us. So we thought we'd bring him on for Musical Week uh, to chat about. We're going to chat about our favourite sort of musicals made into films, and uh, he's going to speak about some of his as well. So yeah, uh, we're going to sort of vaguely follow a similar format to what we've done before, where we just kind of yeah. With, I think we've come with three each. Haven't we? I think so. I think maybe the first question we need to ask ourselves and define is what makes a musical? Because throughout this kind of discussion over the week, I've been having, there's been some films that have been like, like sort of um, like, yeah, recommended by other people. And I was like, actually, I don't, I don't, wouldn't say that's the musical. So for example, like Bohemian Rhapsody, although it's a terrible film, um, I wouldn't class that as a musical. 
Yeah. Because although, yeah, they're on stage and they'll play through the Queen songs and, yeah, fantastic. I would, I would say a musical is where people start singing completely out of, you know, out of con- not out of context, but you know, completely out of the blue. And it's almost like it's in their own, their own world. Do you know what I mean? Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of, is Ro- I mean, Rocketman's a bit Don't say musical. that one. Don't mention that one. But why? Because that's, that's one of mine. So shut up. Okay. <laughs> but I was going to, all right. But, all right. but be- I'm, well, I'm sorry, I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> Rocketman is supposed to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Rocketman is a bit more musical in that. Yeah, there definitely. are those parts where they sing yeah. out of the blue and there's like, mm. I don't it's know. It's almost the, a, it's a bit abstract, section. isn't it? It's abstract, a bit surreal sometimes. And, that's, and that's what it is. Um, where, so I, I've had loads of people, like so one of my favorite films is Walk the Line, the, uh, yeah. you know, the Joaquin Phoenix, Johnny Cash one. But I, still, I wouldn't class that as a musical. So I think some people have been saying certain ones and be like, actually, no, I, I probably wouldn't say that one is. So I don't know. We, are we all sort of agreeing that we'd say like a musical is something where they kind of sing and the, there's music that doesn't really exist? Do you know what I mean? I, there's no one actually there playing the music. I would say that a, mu- a musical is when the characters in the story are singing it and yeah. it, they are singing it as part of the story. It's not yeah. just like they're singing, like they're, they're in a band and they're yeah, yeah. to perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Performance. I think it's singing it as though they're telling the story through through the song. I think that's yeah. what makes a musical. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, on that note, then I'm, I'll, I'll make a start. So my first favorite musical, as we have just mentioned, I've dropped my pen, is Rocketman. Dexter right. Fletcher's Rocketman. Um, and again, my, the, my main reasonings for it, as what, what I've just sort of mentioned, I love how kind of bizarre it is, how kind of abstract it is. Uh, you know, they start playing, um, is it Crocodile Rock? And they start yeah. floating, <laughs> just like floating around the, um, uh, the, the Troubadour, isn't it, in, in LA, I think. Yep. And it's just so beautifully weird, but also fitting with Elton. And I'm such a massive Elton John fan. Um, and it's just wonderful. I like um, the musical fits perfectly. Taron Edgerton, Edgerton is is amazing in the film, and I also don't like how it. Uh, sorry, I also like how it doesn't kind of shy away from. I just that's so that's not really the musical part of it, but uh, as a film, it doesn't shy away from is the sort of uh, the cuts and bruises. Let's say yeah. Let's well, that, that way. And and it was it. Mm-hmm. It was compared a lot to Bohemian Rhapsody because they both came out within maybe was it a year of each other or something like that. Yeah, and on Dexter Fletcher kind of directed parts of Bohemian Rhapsody yeah. when the dirty Brian Singer had some issues. Air yeah. Quotes. Well, that's it. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody ended up becoming, <laughs> becoming like a big sort of PR piece uh, yeah. for, for the Queen brand, and they were cutting out, like, say, the the cuts and bruises, the warts mm. and all. The warts and all. Yeah. And uh, Rocketman was sort of like unashamedly sort of unpolished in that respect. It showed sort of mm. everything about his... his like, I think it's an amazing film in general. Mark, did you like Rocketman? I did. I, I must admit, I, I always shy away from uh, films that have got anything to do with like music, music really. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I'm, I'm almost, it's almost like I'm afraid that it's going to like kind of ruin it for me, you know. I've not seen Bohemian Rhapsody, I'll be honest with you. I've not right. seen Whiplash. Um, yeah, I've not seen Whiplash. It's on my yeah. watch list. Actually. Again, mm, just, I, I, I just shied away from it, but and I shied away from this. But I was I was away in the Cotswold. I was with uh, Hanson, our friend Hanson. Yeah, and um, <laughs> uh, and and he put it on for us. He was like, "Oh, you've not seen it. You've got to see it." And you know what? I, what a film! 
I mean, yeah. I've got, I, I think I've got more respect for Elton John, having yeah. seen Warts and mm. all. I think if they had yeah. cut that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have respected him as much. And uh, and the dude who plays him, uh, I yeah, don't know Taron, Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, to be honest with you, I didn't rate him as a, I'd only really seen him in, in King, is it Kingsman? Kingsman, yeah. 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 Uh, I'd only really seen him in that, and I was like, meh. You know, but but in, I just thought it was amazing. What what yeah. a portrayal! I'm glad you didn't tell us that uh, you you shy away from music films to do with music before we asked you to come and do this. So my first pick is uh, Oliver exclamation mark. Nice. Um, uh, because I mean, for <laughs> me, it's it means it means so much to me as well because. Um, I just one of my. That's why we got into it. You were singing that last week. Um, Where is love? Uh, <laughs> we were like, is that from? No, no, that's it. No, we were singing. Who will buy? Who will oh, buy? Yeah. <laughs> my sweet bed roses. <laughs> that one. Um, yeah, that's it was a productive it. week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, for me, one one of the earliest memories of being around um, my granddad's, my dad's dad's house. Um, he had a record player in the corner and on it he had the Oliver soundtrack and I've just got very sort of like early memories, sort of like formative memories of, you know, him, me being fascinated with it and him dropping the needle of it and playing it for me and then on the back of that, me going watching the film um, and I, and it just means, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I think Ron Moody famously is Fagan, um, in, incredible. Um, it's the artful dodger though that mm. I kind of sort of like got drawn towards. I don't actually like the kid who plays Oliver as a character. He's probably the like least good character in the whole thing. But um, it's, ju- it's just an amazing story, amazing adaptation, but mainly sort of because of how much it means to me growing up as a kid, sort of watching it. I think it was probably uh, almost definitely the first live action musical that I'd seen. So if we put aside sort of Disney animated mm. classics and things like that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, nice. it's still Oliver, Oliver that's... Reed is Bill Sykes. Yeah, Amazing. exactly. Um, and it's quite dark really for a film yeah. to watch that, so that, that young. I'm going to have to disagree with you boys. I don't, oh. I don't like it. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It's too, it's too dark for me. Too dark. Um, it is. Yeah. And, and I think, I think, I think you hit it really Greg saying it's the nostalgia for you. It's the thing that you remember growing up. And yeah. it's not for me. It's not something that I watched growing up. I, 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 I well, I've got other ones that I'm going to talk about later. That, that were the kind of ones that I grew up, in and it gives it gives you that nostalgia. But yeah, yeah, Oliver was never one for me. And and also, I've got to admit, sorry about this, but it's the one that schools always choose yeah, to do. Yeah, they do. Uh, it is. It maybe is. It's like cheap. I think the rights are free or something. <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> enough, t- like, oh. enough time has lapsed mm-hmm. because, like, yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. of not of Dickens family are knocking on anyone's door anymore asking for sort of. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's never really been one one for me, uh, Oliver. I've got to I've got to admit. Well, you're wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> uh, do we t- you say it's our podcast? So you know what we say is right. So <laughs> exit the room, leave the room. Go <laughs> uh, uh, on then, Marco. What's your what's your your first one? Well, I, I, I don't really have one. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was explaining to you before, I think for me with the musicals, and I think this, this links into the Oliver one, really. Oliver's too dark and I, I am not into any musicals, really, full stop. That's just it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Again, I'm glad we invited you on. <laughs> <laughs> I am not into any musicals that are serious. Yeah. Like, so, and this is quite controversial because I, I don't like Les Mis. I don't like Phantom of the Opera. 
they're just oh. too serious for me. And I think like, so you're watching this serious drama and then all of a sudden they, they break out into song, mm. really? Like that, that <laughs> doesn't fit. So uh, for me, when it comes to musicals, it's the fun, it's the fantasy, it's the cartoony mm -hmm. comedy musicals that I like. So Disney, it just works, doesn't it? Disney just works. You, you don't yeah. bat an eyelid when a Disney character just suddenly bursts out into song. It just, it seems to fit. Hmm. So, I'm trying to, but, but, but I mean, in most dark musicals I can think of, I don't think there's many where there's music that juxtaposes the 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 story in terms of like there's something really sad going on and there's something that'll burst into like a major key and something like you know to me you know like, yeah well, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it's about the technical aspects of the music as such it's just like you, you just wouldn't have like you know in that sit that sad situation or that serious situation you wouldn't sing would you you wouldn't sing cannibal about, cannibal about the musical. Story. What's that? Cannibal the Musical. <laughs> I, I think it's a good time to give um, an honourable mention to Forgetting Sarah Marshall's uh, Peter and his, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dracula, Dracula puppet comedy rock opera. Dracula's <laughs> Lament. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's ace. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, I didn't even think uh, about that. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, but go on, Mark. So what? You, so was there a oh, particular think, Disney composer yeah. or anything? Yeah, so so I think it's the '90s stuff for me because I, I guess that's when we grew up. So I suppose mm. that's when we were watching them the most, really. So the '90s musicals. Um, uh, so in particular, Aladdin. Aladdin's yeah. great, uh, and Beauty and the Beast. And 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 what? Well, the thing that they got in common is is the composer. It's Alan, Alan Menken. What a guy, Alan mm -hmm. Menken is awesome. I've got some notes as well. I did a bit of research. <laughs> so he did, it's amazing what he's done. Alan Menken, yeah, he really. did uh, Little Mermaid in 1989, and then he went on to do Beauty and the Beast in uh, 1991, uh, a musical called Newsies, uh, which is a Disney musical. Ah, I saw that advertisement oh, when I was yeah. looking into yeah. this this week, yeah. So right. Christian Bale, isn't it? Is it? Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that. It's about the news, uh, newspaper strike or something in, in, in New York. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, yeah. about, I don't know. It became a bit of a cult classic anyway. Yeah. Uh, Aladdin, 1992. Yeah. Pocahontas, 95. Some of the music in Pocahontas yeah. is incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. Hunchback of Notre Dame, 96. Nice. Nice. Uh, Hercules, 97. Hercules. So, yeah. So so big. Like all the classics are really yeah. in the 90s. It, it was all him. His melodies use a lot of uh, jump. Uh, have we got time? I'm going to play you some. <laughs> yeah, please do. Go on. Go He's on. taking his mic. <laughs> yes. yeah. First, our right, dad's so, on film. So can you can you hear? Yeah, that? yeah, can yeah. Hear yeah. That. <laughs> cool. Right. So um, his melodies. He uses he uses a lot of leaps in his melodies. It's okay. Focused, if you want the technical term, but um, like so instead of like uh, your melodies stepping up, it, yeah, he leaps around. So you've got in beating the beast, you get. Um, uh, Yeah, yeah. Jumping around a lot. Yeah, it's it's jumping, isn't it? Yeah, it's jumping around a lot. Um, he does it in Aladdin as well. That one, uh, what's the is it? Uh, one step. One step. Head of the bummer. That that kind of idea. That's everything. Around a lot. And I, Gotta throw a hand in. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that I like about him is, is his use of tonality and harmony. So that's your chords, your keys, and your chords. 
Again, simple stuff, but he just uses it in a really, really, really clever way. There's a key change in um, uh, A Whole New World mm. uh, in the middle, and it goes, um, let's see, so. Um, that, that Unbelievable uh, sky. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, it's called a tertiary modulation. So he's, he's, he's gone, I was, I was in C. Uh, and it's <laughs> oh, gone, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And he, yeah. And he flat, it's used a lot in films, you, you know, a huge amount in films. But I think it's just, he uses it at that particular moment in that song. Yeah. It's so poignant as it, as it kind of just up, lifts the song at that point there. Wow, wait. Amazing stuff. Can so, I just say uh, that, can I just say that when Mark played keyboard in our band, um, we, I think we underutilized him because we go, Mark, you just like play an E and just hold it. Just hold it. <laughs> Shake this, shake this, this shaker <laughs> while you're at it. But I, but I held that E. I held <laughs> oh, that. yeah. It's just like I'll hold your E. Sustain pedal and just put <laughs> it. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Well, he wrote a new song. Uh, this is probably one of my favourite songs at the moment. I kind of go through phases. Um, yeah. But it's called uh, what's it called? Um, I forgot the name of it now. Uh, <laughs> How does a moment last forever? It's called. It's in the new Beauty and the Beast, and it goes. Um, something like that. <laughs> this week's Dad's on Film was brought to you by. <laughs> like, there's the credits rolling, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like <yeah>. the outro. <laughs> We'd like to thank this week's sponsor, Cloudgate Coffee. For 15% off, use code DADS at checkout. <laughs> Did I time it right? <laughs> Beautiful. It's like an unanswered question, uh, which I just think is amazing. And I think that takes you back to like the early days of, uh, of Broadway. Nice. Uh, is, that an, is that an interrupted cadence? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I don't know what that was. So that's why I love Alan Menken, I think. Wow. Well, I, I, I know... I was thinking everything you've just been saying when I was watching his uh, career <laughs> peak when he um, com- co-composed the music for 2016 Sausage Party. <laughs> he, did, <laughs> he did, didn't he? Did he? <laughs> and everything you've just said, that. I was thinking it then. Uh, <laughs> I kind of don't want to say my next one now because it's just trash compared to all the beautiful stuff Mark's just said. <laughs> well, I'll... You, you're next, aren't you? Yeah, go well, on. Well, I'm just going to be really quick. Um, I really like Rock of Ages um, mm. because, well, it's not a good film. It's a really, really bad film. And the music isn't rock. <laughs> it's all just like 80s crap, glam rock nonsense. However, um, Tom Cruise is just absolutely wonderful in that film and we all know i've got a huge huge soft spot for tom cruise oh it's it's a terrible terrible film recommend it i wouldn't recommend it to anyone but (laughs) me and my sisters watched it we were at the cinema watch it and we really enjoyed because tom cruise is just crazy in it he's like almost like an axel rose jim morrison like mashup uh and he sings um wanted dead or alive and i want to know what love is (laughs) Wow, that's, that's it. That's all you need to know about Rock of Ages. It is really terrible, but cool. I love it. <laughs> Greg, well, um, again, I'm going to go for. Let one me play two. it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go for another one. Greece and Greece because 
uh, having a little sister, uh, she was obsessed with it. So it was, it was around our house all the time. Um, it was, well, it was that and Annie, Grease and mm. Danny. Um, and, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't like Annie. I've got as much. I've got, you know, I've got some warm feelings towards it in, in a nostalgic sort of way, but not near the same as I have for Grease. I think Grease is absolutely sensational. It's obviously very um, popular, very mainstream. Every, everyone grew up listening to Grease Megamix at every school disco going. Uh, but I think it's just... It's, the Grease it, Megamix. <laughs> I, I, I think it's just a cool story. Everyone, everyone wants, every guy wants to be a T-bird and every girl yeah. wants to be a pink lady. Yeah. Um, it's that pro- American high school. That's the proper original American high school yeah. sort of setting. Um, that it's every, all very sh- like Frankie Valley, isn't it? A lot of the, uh, the tunes. And yeah, stuff. And, and it's, yeah, it's got that sort of like rock like early rock and roll sort of vibe to so much of it i mentioned this last week the best song from greece isn't in the film it's on the stage show and it's called those magic changes and it's the one that's basically it rips off stand by me at the beginning boom 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 boom, boom, boom. is that what's playing on the radio that that comes from that's the the composers uh it's a guy called hang on guy called Jim, Jim Jacobs, Jim Jacobs and uh, yeah. Warren Casey wrote that. And apparently that, that song was the first one they wrote. What's the playing? Anyway, uh, I love Grease. It's just ace. It's so it's awesome, isn't it? impossibly cool. Um, yeah. It's just a shame they did a really dodgy sequel to it. I've never seen the sequel. Never oh, seen it's the so sequel. weird. It's Isn't really it a third strange. as well. It's a sequel and then a th- Oh, I don't weird. know. Not that I've seen, but maybe. I might be, I might maybe I'm making that up. Really okay. weird. Cool. Um, I, th- any- I, think nailed, I think they nailed the casting on it. I think, like, Olivia Newton-John, uh, John Travolta, yeah. I, th- I think they were, they were perfect. <laughs> casting all these yeah. late people in the late 20s as uh, 16 <laughs> yeah, to 18-year-olds. Yeah, yeah. It works. They've well, I mean, got, got the characters right. Yeah, oh, one of the yeah, pink definitely. ladies, they had to dye her hair every day because she was grey. <laughs> She's got grey already. <laughs> <laughs> I think it wasn't Frenchy. I can't, I can't remember which one it was. But wow, that's amazing. But John, John, John Travolta's great in Hairspray. Have you seen him in that as well? He, yeah, he's, he's yeah, quite he good is in that, good in Hairspray. Yeah. Um, okay, Marco, you got anything else for us? Um, uh, well, I've got a couple. Um, so I think going along like kind of Greg's theme of Oliver being nostalgic, the nostalgic one for me is Mary Poppins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just an absolute classic. Released uh, in 1964, uh, that came out. Mm. Cool, blind. Um, it's um, Mary yeah. Poppins. Mary uh, Poppins. Uh, <laughs> 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 Such a bad British accent. Sorry, it really holds up. I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, what, the British accent? You've you got to imagine. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Um, <laughs> you could, come on, this was like made in the 60s. And like, yeah. I, I don't know. I think I just love it because it's like the magic and uh, the, you know, the, I don't know. It's just brilliant. The choreography, the, uh, yeah. the just the perspective as well from a kid's perspective. Everything's from a yeah. child's kind of perspective, isn't it really? In the, yeah. That kind of film. It's, it's, a, it's a weird film, but it's, it's beautiful and brilliant. And there's some really like, like I think, I think what you want in, especially like a family film, because we were actually going to do this. We mentioned this, didn't we, Greg, for our like so solid you a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and it's like it's genuinely quite scary at times with the, like the bird lady oh. tuppence a bag. No, it's the bank. It's the bank. No, but like I found the the bird lady creepy, and then I think Home Alone sort of ripped it off in Home Alone too. Oh yeah. But then yeah, 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 in the bank because Dick Van Dyke plays a few. He plays two characters, doesn't he? He's the old yeah. man in the bank. Yeah. Um, 
Oof. But honestly, that gave that yeah. used to as a kid. I, I mean, I'm with you. It's another one that's nostalgic for me, and it's a big part of me growing up. But that bank scene used to honestly give me nightmares. It's ter- I found mm. it terrifying. That's that is one bit where it goes really dark. Um, mm. But like, what do we think I mean, about the sequel? Uh, do you mean the re- the the remake, the recent remake? Um, it's not. It's not a remake. It's a sequel. It's a, oh, is it a sequel? Right. Okay. Yeah, Actually, yeah. I've not, I've not I, seen it. No, I've not seen it. I'll be honest. It's it's all right. Obviously, it's not. You know, it's not the original, but Emily Blunt as uh, Mary Poppins was really good. Lin Manuel Miranda's in it. Uh, right. Slightly better English accent than Dick Van Dyke, but still not good. <laughs> the original composers of that. Uh, it was, were they brothers? Were they brothers? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, apparently he, he, the, um, the, uh, the 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 guy still alive. I was watching it on on Disney Plus. Actually, there's a documentary on Disney Plus. Oh, cool! And he's uh, the, they've, they've kept Walt Disney's office as is, as was. Oh, nice! Uh, everything's the same. There's a grand piano in there, and he's the only guy who's allowed to play that grand piano. Oh, that's Nobody amazing! Allows him to touch that's it. So cool. he, he used to he used to play it for Walt Disney. He used to like request mm-hmm. uh, "Feed the Birds" was one of his favorites. Oh, did we oh, see? Awesome. Did we see Saving Mr. Banks? I didn't see Anybody that either. Watch that. No. Oh, that's great. That's such a good film. My, my, my final uh, favourite musical is Mulan. I mentioned it a few weeks ago. Um, not, the, not the new one. No, no, no. The old, 1998. Um, I, I, we, we, I spoke about it in depth in our social media. I just love the film, but the music is incredible, especially one song. And I've sang it plenty of times, but yeah. Make a Man Out of You. Uh, performed by Donny uh, Donny Osmond. Let's yeah. get down to business. Wow, love it, so good, and that's all I want to say. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about it like two weeks ago, so yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for, for my for my last one, I was sort of like um, sort of shifting around. I was I was looking at some of the Disney classics, which you know, sort of obvious to my mind. Of now, I nearly went for Aladdin, and I know this doesn't count as a film musical. But I've just been so blown away by Hamilton, and I keep mentioning it, and I think it's just one of the greatest things, and yeah. I can't wait to see it live. And I hope they don't make that into a film. I really hope they don't make it into a film. But I just think it's awesome to, to, to see it live. Why not? I why think I, I think I agree with you. I think I do agree with yeah. you. But you know why? Um, because I think the beauty in Hamilton is um, it is the it's it's the talent in seeing those songs formed live and the way they weave the story through those songs but it's it's happening there and then unedited in front of yeah. you and I, th- and I think it's just such a, a feat to not just to have written those songs and and such variety of um of different music in a musical as well like that but I think it's the way the lyrics are just so clever and it's the rhythm to it and the fact that it's all happening there and then I don't know. I just can't imagine it having the same effect. I've listened. I've listened to the tunes. It's the tunes that I've heard first, and mm. uh, I, I wasn't gripped. I'll be honest. Wow. You know, I think I need to. I need to give it a watch because just I, I uh, remove you from this meeting. As, uh, here we go. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> it's not about why, why on earth did you ask me on? Um, oh, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I, I suppose I need to give it some time, really, because and yeah. I heard you, Greg talking about like the set how amazing the set is. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And I, it's really so I cool. Need, I need to give it some time because the tunes haven't locked in with me. I don't know. I think it was just more... Uh, it, it, I'm not a big fan of, of Lin-Manuel, to be honest with you. Um, wow. I know, I know, I know. He's, I, I watched Moana the other day for the first mm. time. Not for me. Right. You didn't like Moana? No, it's so wow. good. 
I know. I, I didn't mind the story, uh, although I, d- I didn't really understand the whole coconut bit and, and all of that nonsense. <laughs> like, I, d- I just don't get it. Um, but uh, his music, I just find it a bit stale. I've got to be honest. Uh, wow. it, it's the same four chords, round and round and round and round again. But 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 then, but that, that but then it's not. It's but that's it's not that kind of music, is it? It's more like about sort of like it's like rock, rap and R and B on on that sort of like. Well, musically. I think that's why it did so well, really, because of the novelty of that. Like, it's a musical with rap in it, you know. I, I don't yeah, know. but it's, I don't know, it's not novelty. I don't know, it's just... I'm staying out of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need to give it some time. I need, I need to watch it, basically, because I'm, I'm, I'm saying yeah. this, having not watched it, I've just listened to the, the tunes out of context. So, so yeah, I, I do need to give it some time. And I think, building on your point there, Greg, really, I mean, I know this is a film podcast, and, and we, we want to promote people have got to get back to the cinemas and, and keep the cinemas alive. But equally, I think you said it then, like some things just happen on the stage and yeah. need to stay on the stage. And I think people need, when, when we can, we need to get back into the theatres as well and keep them alive because yeah. you know, they're suffering big time, aren't they, at the moment? And, yeah, massively. And, and as much support as we can, really, because there's nothing like going watching a live, a live show. There's nothing like the, it. There's a, bit, there's a bit in Hamilton where um, I think it's a track called Satisfied and uh, the girl who plays Angelica, she's called what, Rennie Goldsbury or something like that. And it's this absolutely incredible, like intense like rap moment and she fits like, but these, these lyrics just so beautifully, it's like, I don't know how many words in a minute. It's just unbelievable how fast she's speaking. But it's the way, everything about Hamilton, the, the entire plot is in the lyrics. And it's so layered as well. So you can watch it on the first time and you just pick up bits and you kind of follow the main overarching plot. Then you listen to it a second time. And there's subplots in there that you kind of pick up that are sort of like about their roots and, you know, what's happened to them earlier in their life and things like that. And then, you know, with every watch, you get another layer of the story and it's just like, I just think it's, it's just an absolute writing feat to, mm-hmm. to, to write a musical like that. There's, there's no spoken dialogue in the, in the whole of the show. It's, it's I just noticed that. I noticed that. Isn't that an opera? Like 40 tunes in it, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot there. Mm. Yeah, blows my. Um, mind. I, I I am quite aware it does not count as a film musical, but I wanted to speak about <laughs> it anyway. So, there oh, you there you go. Do you have anything else for us, Mark? Uh, not really. I, I I I mentioned Wizard of Oz. Um, yeah. Just because again, I think that comes back to the whole nostalgia thing. I think it like these, these are all stuff that I used to like. My grandma introduced me to basically. Yeah. You know, like, so like we used to go around my grandma's at the weekend, and she used to. The, she used to put Mary Poppins on and, and Wizard of Oz and I suppose I, I, again I think it's just they kind of they stand the test of time because we, we you know we were in the 90s then and these these we, I mean this was made in 1939 yeah. um, and and I, I never moaned it, it never felt like a, you know it was dated and I didn't want to watch it because it was an old movie it, you know I, we happily watched it and it was still just as entertaining I think you know yeah uh, apparently always creeped me out a little bit Wizard of Oz and yeah, the sequel. Have you annoying. seen Return to Oz? No. Oh, that is terrifying. That's dark. Sorry, guys. A ginormous spider has just ran basically across my feet. <laughs> oh, anyway. Right. Well, um, should we see what some people have said? We asked you yeah. guys what your favorite musicals were. Um, I'll go first. So regular listener and arch nemesis, Lever. Mark knows Lever very well. Good friends for... Oh, 
20 something years uh, so Lever said please work. please talk Blues Brothers if you're doing musicals James Brown Aretha Franklin Ray Charles Cab Calloway need I say more music aside one of the main reasons I love it is because it's not a goody two shoes musical like so many others sure they're on a mission from God God, but their journey is filled with hilarious de- <laughs> depravity uh, every step of the way for real too the film had a cocaine budget for crying out loud and some outrageous car chases <laughs> that put the Fast and the Furious to shame. I love Blues Brothers. It's yeah. so good. I love like from I think I've mentioned before, but like I grew up listening to like Soul and Motown and all that sort of stuff because of my mum. And uh, it's just all that in this film. It's so good. It's so good. Greg, you've seen Blues Brothers, right? I've not seen Blues Brothers. Oh come on, Greg! Yeah. Oh, it's great, Greg. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, come on then. Bethan said, I would probs go with Hairspray to be fair. Uh, I love it. Ha ha. Watched it on Amazon Prime <laughs> during lockdown and had forgot how good... Hey, we're going to read these verbatim. Uh, uh, during lockdown, I had forgot how good the songs were. Uh, good I... morning, Baltimore. That's Hairspray, yeah? Yeah. Mark? Yeah. Mark's just yeah. going <laughs> to verify uh, all the ones we're saying. Um, sorry, Greg, have you got Mark? No? Uh, that's all. Th- Chris has said Phantom of the Opera has to be up there. Yeah. Uh, In sleep, he sang to me. Well, Susie sent a message straight after Christian. This is Christian's wife and said, Phantom is fab, although very questionable themes as Christina is meant to be like 15, 16, super creepy when you think about it about it and she said i mean chris and i both love hamilton chris i would say is utterly obsessed but i love julie andrews classic sound of music and mary poppins yeah sound of music's good nazis and uh julie andrews what more do you want christian <laughs> christian loves hamilton i'm gonna have to yeah he does he definitely does, yeah. cool yeah. we need a beer me and christian need a beer oh um look who's messaged in wordsmith, the wordsmith. <laughs> Stu says mary poppins for show Show. Shannon said <laughs> Shannon <laughs> says the sound of music yeah definitely um, Sam, Sam says the nightmare before Christmas yeah that's uh, Danny Elfman yeah. Isn't it, Mark yeah yeah Danny Elfman yeah yeah what's this um, cool uh, Michael said Rocky Horror Picture Show awful in so many ways but just an amazing film to watch I think that's like a reoccurring thing with musicals a lot of them aren't, aren't necessarily the best films but you, we love them. Do you know what I mean? It's like Rock of Ages. It's a trashy film. It's terrible. But I love that film. It's, I think because of the music and the performances. And it's got such a cult following now, hasn't it? Um, yeah, Rock of Ages. The actual stage show. Um, it's a good time to say that Michael kind of fell out with you yesterday. Uh, oh, Dave. you did, yeah. Uh, was it? For, oh, because for Slayton my, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. It's a bad film. Come on. Come um, on. Forgive Ebony, me. Ebony um, says, obviously, Hamilton. Yeah. yeah, Jacob, the greatest showman by a long shot. So much wrong with that film, and uh, so much long wrong with that film. And just, your good one, put... <laughs> your good wife Max says, finally Moana because it gets you in, uh, it gets you all in the fields and just makes you want to sing, and go to Hawaii and Rock of Ages. <laughs> it's hilarious and Tom Cruise is great, which is probably why I'm married. Him. Yeah. <laughs> So there we go. That's that's musicals. Um, I think, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Some of them are amazing films, but we love them because of how they make you feel. feel. There are some terrible musicals as well, though, that people haven't mentioned. Like Into the Woods is not good. I do not like Into the Woods. I'm not a huge Les Mis fan, but I, there's some songs in there that that kind of do it for me. The confrontation. But I think, uh, Jean. I think 
I think it's bad as especially guys have sort of bad associations, like some macho problem about musicals. They hear the word musicals, go, oh no, not for me. But actually, like, there's so much variety in musicals as well, and you can't deny yeah. that they 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 do something to you. You know, as daft as some of that some of them are, they do something something to you that you know. Yeah, that it's kind like of inexplicable. I'd like to see more kids' films with you know you seem to find less of those now like you said like you know throughout the 90s basically every kid's film was was a musical yeah you know and uh, you kind of grew up in it don't you you know and, no uh, and that yeah, yeah. i think it's interesting how and maybe correct me if i'm wrong uh pixar haven't really approached musicals i mean maybe that's also why frozen did so well is because it was the well, first yeah. people one of the first it, ones i suppose it was, yeah it was frozen is very similar to the animated classics of disney and the yeah but, i suppose tangle came first didn't it we didn't we didn't really talk about frozen did we but the, the songs no. of frozen i know i know um, you, you watched frozen 2 didn't you and it's yeah. not great but the song the songs are fantastic there's a really really good documentary on uh uh, Disney Plus, uh, that it's like, it's like a ten episode documentary that show you the making of, the, of um, uh, Frozen Two. So musicals, we've talked about every single one of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So a big thank you, Mark. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Joining Thanks us. For thank you for voice. doing your homework. Thank you for giving Thanks us for music. A music, a music lesson. <laughs> Play us out, Mark. <laughs> Play us out. How does oh. your uh, your ditty go? What's your theme tune like? Oh, you can't. Something like that, I don't know. Something like that, yeah. Why not? We'll not do that. We'll not, we'll not, we'll not do that. (laughs) Play us out, Marco. Anything. (laughs) Anything? I'll I'll play that song that I like so much. Go on. We'd like to once again thank Mark Lane for joining us today. PG Tips. So this week's So Solid You slash PG Tips, and I think it will be a PG Tips, this one, is 1995's Jumanji. Jumanji. It's not the remakes. We'll maybe talk about the remakes later down the line. Not remakes, sequels, I suppose, later down the line. Yeah. This is the original Jumanji. Joe Johnson, Joe Johnston directed Jumanji. So Joe yeah, Johnson uh, directed uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, The Page Master. Do you remember The Page Master? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, with um, Mac- Keanu, Macaulay Culkin. Keanu, Keanu, <laughs> Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. Did you hear yeah. that? Yes. Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin, Culkin. He, <laughs> last year, he, did, he wanted to change his middle name. Uh, yeah. So he did a poll on his website and <laughs> vote for what his middle name would be. And then by yeah. uh, default on New Year's Day, his middle name would change. So it was like people were voting. It was like Rory is yeah. his brother. So Macaulay, Rory, Culkin. Um, oh, amazing. Macaulay, the McRib, the McRib is back, Culkin. Um, yeah. Macaulay, and just loads of random ones. But now Macaulay Culkin's legal name is Macaulay, Macaulay, Culkin, Culkin. Amazing. <laughs> He's 40. Wow. Macaulay Culkin amazing. is 40. Yeah. Is he do, still doing the uh, the pizza underground? Pizza or, underground. I don't think he is. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I mean, so Joe Johnson. Uh, also, well, most recently, Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, Jurassic uh, Park three. He did. 
Uh, but yeah. yeah, Captain America was his sort of big, latest big one, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Robin, Robin Williams, lead role, uh, yeah, obviously. Definitely. Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst in a very, very early role. Um, yeah. Around the time she did Interview with the Vampire, she was the sort of little girl in that, so she was a creepy. Okay. Um, yeah. Right, funny story about this film. Okay, Go so on. our, uh, you know him, actually, uh, Murray. Remember Murray? Yeah. Um, so a uh, friend of mine, uh, and Mark, Branded a full trumpet player. He was our trumpet player for a while. Uh, but yeah, a, a friend from when we were younger. Um, when this film came out, he was a year above me in in, in school. So obviously, mm. he's always always like a, a year older than me. Yeah. Uh, I said, oh, I want to go and watch that Jumanji. I was seven yeah. at the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah, six or seven, something like that. I want to go watch that Jumanji, and he said, Oh no, um, you've got to be eight to watch it. And I was like, well, he said, yeah, oh yeah, it's new, new law. You've got to be eight to watch it. So <laughs> I never asked my parents to take me to watch it because I thought I'm too young. <laughs> <laughs> so I waited, obviously we got, I got it on the VHS for, the, for that Christmas and I loved it. I, I yeah. love Joanji. And I'll tell you cool. why it's got everything you want from a family film. You've got, yeah. Great leading Robin Williams, who plays it fairly straight, to be honest. There's very yeah. few Robin Williams moments in it, but he does what he does. Like, he, he does his dramatic stuff really well in this film, I find. Um, you've got, obviously, your cool sort of practical effects and your CG with all the animals. You've got the sort of fun, but also, it's scary as hell. Well, I, that's I it. It's the, it's the peril. It's the peril yeah, is real, the peril. And especially towards the end with the spiders, I always found that bit. Yeah. And when it like when the monsoon comes and it kind of takes so all the plants sort of take over, I was always just like, "Well, that to me that is some scary stuff." I'll, I'll hold my hands up. I mean, I've I've seen it several times, but not for years. Um, I mean, have you, I don't know whether you've seen it more recently than me, but I'm interested in how the visual effects hold up uh, today. Yeah, the, in, my, the, in my the, head, they're good. Yeah, the CG is not yeah. good. The CG yeah. is real bad. But the practical stuff is fine. It's great. Wow. It works. Okay. It works really, really well. Um, I always remember the lion. <clears throat> the lion practical effects were really, really good. But the monkeys were, were trash because it's yeah. they're really real bad, like CG. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just I, I love the kind of messages in it. You know, uh, it's a you know, yeah. it's about. And I always sort of say this about the family films. I always bring it down to the messages. But it's about being sort of honest. You know, it's about yeah. not lying. He lies to his dad, wants to run away, and basically gets sucked mm-hmm. into a ball game for 28 years. <laughs> yep. In the jungle, you must wait until the dice read five or eight. Um, <laughs> I like that cool thing that a lot of like kids' films do where the, the dad, the sort of scary dad, mm-hmm. plays another character later on. So you, you're always getting like Peter Pan. We've said this before, haven't we? Like, yeah, uh, Peter Dahl. Is it Peter Dahl or George? Whoever the dad is always ends up playing Hook. Well, yeah, um, uh, Alan Parrish, who's uh, Robin Williams' character, his dad, um, plays Van Pelt, you know, the hunter, yeah, the yeah. hunter. Hey, Sonny yeah. Jim, um, but yeah, but he again, I love that kind of it's about you know, facing your fears, it's about being honest, being true to yourself, yeah, yeah. love it. Absolutely love it. Cool. I I concur. I concur. Where can I we see um, Jumanji, Jumanji these days? It is it is worth mentioning. Although the the sequels are completely different and it goes down a different, completely different avenue. I really like them. Oh, I like yeah. the rock. I, mean, just, I like Jack Black. I think Jack yeah. Black plays a woman splendidly <laughs> so well. In, uh, yeah. I like Karen Gillan. In and I, I remember when they first released the. Um, 
like the not the poster but the character images and everyone was like this is set in the jungle and karen gillen is wearing like the short shorts this is the most sexist thing and yeah. people didn't obviously know what the film was about and they're playing like the avatars aren't they basically yeah, they're playing yeah, these yeah. characters and that was kind of the point it's hilarious yeah. really really good um, it's a really, a really it's good as as idea the for the adaptation, wasn't it? And um, yeah, and the, like and the, updating it to be a the game, the board mm, game thing. So there's yeah. rumors they are going to make another one, and that the game starts escaping into the real world, so it's going back to like the first one. Um, ah, so the, okay. the game characters, so like the Rock would be out in the real world with his, ah, you know, with his character. Nice. Um, um, tell you the cool thing about the original Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. It is available on Netflix right now, which I did not Yes, realize. it is. Yeah. Fantastic. So I suppose there's only one question to ask you, Gregory. Go on. <clears throat> now, which one should I use? Um, is this film Death Boot or Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Hi, <laughs> Mike. I'm just uh, checking. Are we allowed to use Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? as uh, the negative end of our binary grading system this week. <laughs> so did I say I'll go for Das Boot? Das Boot. Uh, das Boot. Das Boot. Cool, me um, too, me too. It's good film. So we asked you on social media this week to vote between two terrible, that's just... I think we'll just be honest, two terrible Tim Burton films for this week's Dirty Dozen. And these were Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and... Can you remember? (laughs) It was Planet of the Apes, Greg. I'll jump in there. Planet of the Apes. Apes. Testing you, testing you. Um, And, well, there's no winners here, I suppose, but Charlie and the Chocolate Factory won the vote with 69%. Um, So 12 words, that's all we've got. Hit me with it, Greg. Probably the point at which I was done with Burton and Depp. Yep, I would agree. <laughs> I got <clears throat> a disgusting bastardization by a crazed dictator. Depp plays Michael Jackson. Skip. Sums it up nicely. Uh, I would like, I, would, I think this is the first time doing this especially with doing the bad films i really want to continue talking about it yeah because it's terrible but i'm not going to so keep an eye on social media for next week's dirty dozen and send us your 12 word reviews so we need to apologize to all our listeners why oh yeah why because oh, we've been naughty boys. Yeah, we've been naughty boys. We'd like to make a formal apology now, guys. I'd like to apologise to our listeners. We'd like to apologise to Cameron Rowland, who was our guest on last <laughs> week's show. Our families. Um, <laughs> Be like Vernon Kay on uh, Radio One. Uh. But, but mostly, I, I'd like to apologise to. I think we'd like to apologise to ourselves to each other. Yeah, I suppose and, so. I'm sorry, to cinema. To cinema. To cinema. I'm, I'm sorry, Greg. I'm sorry. We we are we will be submitting uh, this week's homework late. Yes, um, for the first so, time in 16 weeks. Yeah, and, and we will do it. We will submit it. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it does sound cool. I really want to. No, see it does. It, it definitely just, does. Yeah. 
So um, we've just, just with everything going on, they've uh, not really had a chance to this week, have we? So um, No, no, no. So uh, we, we thought, because we've been naughty boys and we've not done our homework, we need to be put in detention. detention. Yeah. So as well as watching Stalker, we're going to make ourselves watch a universally panned film. So a bad, bad film. One that we've not seen as, yet. Yeah, one that we've not seen yet. And we will do a genuine review of it next week. Um, and as, as well as, as, well the, as review of, the review the, of Stalker the, and yeah. you know whatever we decide to do next week. Not decided. It might be a short, <laughs> short week next week. Um, yeah. But yeah, as it is musical week, we thought there's only one new film, newish film that fits into that category that is meant to be well, we'll make our own minds up, I suppose, but one is maybe yeah. very, very bad. And that, Greg, is what? Cats. Cats. Uh, so it's the film Which version adaptation. are we watching? Are we watching the, uh, the, the butthole version? <laughs> no, we are watching the 2019 uh, film adaptation of uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cats, the musical. Oh. Um, and, um, yeah, we, we know we're not going to enjoy it, but we're going to do it anyway. It's just from seeing the trailer. It's just from seeing the trailer. It's just, it's weird. It's the There's like, so many like horror stories about this film and how like a, they real yeah they rushed they fully rushed to like get it done on for release day and they released yeah. well this is what I'm saying the the butthole version they released yeah. a, a version of the film where all the cats actually had anuses. Oh um, Jesus! Before, and like. There was loads of errors in it. The 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 version that they shipped to cinemas like in December last year, like Judy uh, Judy Dench's like got a watch on, and oh, there's like just geez. loads of mad stuff. And they've got like some of them have got human hands instead of cat hands. And then they quickly like basically it's because they wanted to get something out. They knew they'd not finished. So while they were finishing the film, they were like, "Right, get that version out." So oh, it'll be geez. interesting to see which version we actually get <laughs> to watch. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. Um, where is it available for us to endure? <laughs> available to rent from BFI Player for one, one, one pound. pound. <laughs> I've never seen a rental so Wow-wee. cheap. Wow, there you go. Wow, right, well, it's nine one pound. That's not happening. One pound more than it's worth by all accounts. Um, yeah. But that's wow. probably where I'll go to because I've got BFI Player on my smart i think i have actually as well so there we go we apologize greatly but also it'd be pretty funny next week we'll see what happens (laughs) yep oh that was a long episode well, it was long to record. Uh, oh, musical. How long it'll end up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nice to have something different. Nice to have Martin mm. come in, sort of tinkling the ivories. And, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And playing piano yeah. as well. Hey. hey. Um, Classic. Uh, but, yeah, no, nice to do something a little bit different. And yeah. it's definitely, definitely picked me up on this. Yeah. On this uh, Wednesday night. Let's not beat around the bush. It's Wednesday night. <laughs> I've had a couple me of beers. Oh. I've enjoyed myself. I and need I've a wee. Tell you that no for free. Well, let's get this bit done quick then. <laughs> what are you is doing this weekend? Anything well? exciting? Uh, hmm, I don't know, you know. Um, weather's turned. Yeah. Um, whatever how's I do. The, uh, how's the harvest going? <laughs> oh, well, do you know what? I've, I've not taken a crop since last week. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I think <laughs> you need... <laughs> 
Oh, dear. Yeah, uh, but I've not gone and picked my apples. That sounds terrible as well. Um, That's what she uh, said. Hey, um, hey. But maybe that's one thing I'll do. I'll go and get some apples, make a crumble, you know. Nice. Um, whatever I choose to do, it'll be in a group of six or less. Uh, <laughs> I, if I decide to go out to the pub, it'll, I'll be home for ten. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I probably would be on for 10 anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> that's that for, 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 yeah. For me, it seems like it's making very little difference to me. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't wish to hang out in groups of more than six anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish to be out before past 10 o'clock. So um, nice. we're good. Um, mm. But yeah, hopefully things pick up a little bit soon um, and uh, things will get a bit more positive. But mm. yeah, it looks like we're, we're cracking on on a sort of long road. Yes, I think so. Annoyingly, but that's just we got this far. We got this far. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We got this far. We can do it. I just don't want them to close cinemas, which I think is inevitable. To be honest, it feels like it's going to happen again. Mm. Uh, well, I suppose if it's only Bond coming out, <laughs> like... yeah, yeah. But it's just. I hope if they do have to close cinemas, they it's they close them in a way that means. They, you know, they they save the longevity, so they can yeah. open the doors again. And uh, yeah. you know, if they have to do it, they have to do it. But you know, that's mm. uh, yeah, it'll be important, very important to both of us. So, uh, viva la cinema and viva uh, cinema. Yeah, right. Let's, On another uh, note, though, yeah, uh, I was going to say I've been watching Long Way Up. You know, the Ewan McGregor. Um, oh, Long Way Down. TV. No, no, Long Way Up is the new one. So no, they do it with Charlie, yeah, Charlie Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on, oh. well, annoyingly, it's on Apple TV Plus. Oh, um, but what yeah. they've done is it's 13 years since the last one. So, so this is you, McGregor, and Charlie Borman. They did a round the world trip in like 2004. So they went from London to LA, uh, sorry, London to New York, but east. So through Europe, through you know Kazakhstan, Mongolia, Russia, and then flew from Magadan yeah. in Russia over to uh, Canada, and then da, 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 Alaska and Canada, blah blah blah. And then they did it again a few years later, but did Long Way Down, which was Johnny yeah. goes to Cape Town, and then this one it is Long Way Up, and it's from uh, the bottom of Argentina all the yeah. way up to LA, but they're doing it on electric motorbikes. Oh, well, that's so cool. It's fascinating. Amazing. So they've, they've done that annoying thing where they've released three episodes and then yeah. now it's weekly. So it's every Friday. Uh, um, so episode Tell me they've got the Kelly Friday. Jones Kelly Jones soundtrack. And he's oh. redone it. The oh, way sun in my face, <laughs> sleeping up on the road. The road. Yeah. Um, oh, that's yeah, he's, re- he's re-recorded it because it goes, oh. the long way up. <laughs> that just doesn't funny. fit. <laughs> no. But it's cool, and they've got all the old team together, and it's oh, brilliant. It's just, ace. it's charming, wonderful. That's so much cool. so that we're like, well, we need to fill the void. Let's watch Long Way Round again. <laughs> so we started that yeah. again. Yeah, it's great. Oh, nice. Maybe I'll have to. Maybe I'll have to get into that. That's, I just remember it just being such, just. Like, I don't know, just relaxing watching. Just, yeah, just, it's just so good. Really nice. I, I literally, pro- I probably watch it once every year because yeah. it's just, it's just, I love it. It's just so, cool. such a nice, good, fun TV show. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, so right. password this week, Greg, what are we doing? Uh, oh, what are we going to have to go for? Uh, it's going to be something musical. Food. Glorious food. Send us your food. <laughs> Send us your Send food. Send us your food. Can I have Lisa? some? I want some more. More? Please, sir. I want some 
more. So <laughs> he does. Yeah. Oh, we put that under task. May I be so curious as to ask his name? Oliver, Oliver, <laughs> never before has a boy a summer. <laughs> so yeah, send us some food. Who yeah. cares? Uh, it's yeah. bloody oh, 10. I went to bed. Yep, same here. Love right. to see you, Gregory. Peace Love out. Have a wonderful too. weekend. Cheers, I'll speak you too. To you. I'll speak to you on text tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see you in a bit, mate. Bye. Bye.